0: Well, good evening, man. What's going on, brother?
1: Oh, it's good. It's been a nice week, kind of long at work, and then had a good weekend going into the seminar in Dallas.
0: Yeah, uh, I had a good weekend, too. Spent some time with the wife. Um, and then work. Work's work, been crazy. Work, yeah. work, work, work. I know
1: when y'all took that uh, trip last weekend, they wouldn't stop calling you. Because no. Brandy texted me when y- 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 y'all was doing something, she goes, I'm about to blow up Hexion.
0: Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it's been busy. Yeah, They've been needing uh, been me something pretty fierce.
1: And I don't understand the, the concept of I'm on vacation. This is my personal time. Do not call me.
0: Yeah. It doesn't work that way in the real world, though. You're right about that. <laughs> and let, until we work for ourselves one day. Yeah, one day. That would be really nice, be able to work for ourselves. Yeah. But, man, how you doing? Doing good, man. Uh, been kind of taking it a little easy. Um, I guess I wouldn't call it a deload because I've been working up. I would say semi heavy singles on just about everything, Uh, but fixing to jump back into the power building stuff that uh, we worked on here not too long ago. So, do
1: we need to make any adjustments to
0: it? Uh, I don't think so. I don't want to jump back into it and kind of get a feel back for it. Yeah. And uh, just start working the body. Uh, Not going to change the diet this time. Just kind of let yourself build. It didn't go. Yeah. I got some new tricks for you, though. Cool, cool, cool. Learned a lot of stuff this weekend. (laughs)
1: Learned a lot this weekend. That was phenomenal. It's been a, it was honestly an honor to meet them too, Trevor and Tony. It was very much so. And they're exactly what you would expect. They're bigger in person than they're online. <laughs> <laughs> Tony is huge. So huge. Um, man, I'm about normal. Pretty good. I had a deload week. It was actually a planned deload. And I actually took time and really focused on my body mechanics. You know, how I was moving and things like that. And it was nice to have the seminar this weekend while I was spending the week leading up to it, focusing so hard on my technique because all the issues that I was having during any of my movements was very fresh because I was paying extra close attention to everything where typically we don't because we get in the habit of lifters. Of just, okay, it's a max single or it's a max double. How heavy can we go? Does it feel good? Let's go. That's right. Yeah. Just floor it. Just Send it right. It. Yeah. And, you know, we we kind of go into training thinking RPE of eight to nine. Okay. That's what we're thinking and focusing on is how hard are we straining? And sometimes we don't focus on, well, how hard are we, you know, straining our legs or is it our back? You know, we, we're not really paying attention to the mechanics as close as we probably should. But, no, other than just my normal deload, it's been a really good week. Um, Had an exciting Monday announcement with the article being published yeah, by Elite no, That's DS. amazing. Thank you. That's I really amazing. appreciate it. That was a, that was one of them things I kept close to heart. Not many people knew. Like, I think you and maybe four or five other people knew. <clears throat> and I I wrote that. In August, I was asked to write them an article back in August after I totaled elite at 220. And it was basically, it's an article over the, my journey of becoming an elite level lifter and what I learned in leading up in this prep. And I did the best I could to explain it and write it out. I've had a lot of really good feedback. Um, <laughs> the only critique that anybody ever has, and it's not my mistake, was they put Hope Arizona that's where I'm from instead of Hope, Arkansas.
0: Yeah. AR confuses a lot of people. Yeah.
1: So my buddy Ryan and I was talking about it and then I told him, I was like, well, you know what? I'm just going to start spelling out Arkansas. Yeah. But to be honest, I don't care if people know where I'm from. Just the simple fact that they publish that article. It's like, man, I'm finally, I finally feel like I'm doing something that's what you could consider giving back.
0: Yeah. And it's definitely a help. If you read that, if you haven't, you know, go read that. Um, just to be present and see that journey take place and then to turn around and read it. Man, it was on point. Uh, you know, I wasn't going to say I was there for every bump and bruise, but we spent a lot of time in the gym yeah, together. 90% and, of the time. Uh, you know, to be there and then to to see everything take place, to be there when you hit it, it, the, the write-up is uh, it's on point. And it is a, a good help. It's a very good read. Very, very I good read. I appreciate
1: it. And that's something, to be honest, I've never been very good at writing. I mean, my literature skills are not the best. But I've always wanted to write. And uh, you know as well as anybody, I've got crazy ideas, like these thoughts and these very like methodical ideas in my head. It's just a struggle getting them on paper. Yeah. So what well, was funny, <clears throat> funny story about that, is Monday when I woke up, it was the start of my deload. And I woke up and Ashley and I was sitting there drinking coffee and I was talking to her. I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to start working on another article referring to deloads and the things we might be missing out. Because a lot of times we, as lifters, overlook a deload. Like, oh, it's lightweight. We're doing 50% for four sets of five or five sets of five. Yeah, it's boring. It's boring. Well, we don't take that time. Like A deload is absolutely the most it's a brilliant time to break your form down to the ground and just make sure it's right. And, and on this write-up, a, a deload, what I call it, is a power lifter's timeout. In every other sport, you know it as well as I do, a game could be going crap, and they're losing by 10 points. They call a timeout. That coach says something. Lights some players on fire. They They make a few adjustments. Boom, they turn around and win the game.
0: That's true. You know, and every player is going to have their time on the bench.
1: Every single one of them, 100%. And that time is our deload. Yeah. You know, that time on the bench, that time out, that rest period. Like, use that, use that deload to focus on your body mechanics. Do you have any nagging injuries or something like that? Let's adjust that. Let's sit back and adjust that. Because we don't have the added factor of external the, the heavier external load. We can start looking more internal. Like what's our internal stress because external stress is not going to be really a, a good fact uh, being a, a major factor when we're talking about deload because you're looking at very subpar percentages. Yeah. And so <clears throat> let's look at our internal stresses. Like what, what are we stressing over? What are we doing? What are we thinking about? What are we obsessing about? What are we allowing to affect us? Like that's a great time to clear your head. It's a great time to relax, smell the roses. What is that? Like smell the coffee?
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, to be able to, to take that lower percentage and to, to feel the movement that that's my thing. Yes. And, you know, you know, just as well as I have, I've tried to skip out on a lot of deloads uh, because <laughs> and you know, I'm always when, hyperdog. You
1: can't do that.
0: When I first got into this, it was like, man, this is boring, you know, yeah, it's um, very boring, but it is, it's a time to reflect and you know, it's a time to feel every single thing that you need to feel. Yes. And that's physically and mentally. Most definitely. Um, you know, and it is that time out and that deep breath, just that kind mm-hmm. of I can relax, I need to focus on this, yep. and I don't have to worry about the weight today. Yep.
1: And it's a perfect opportunity to record more sets. Yep. Like you can record like your warm-up sets, like every single one of them. Because when you're going for a, you know, a higher percentage set, you have a whole lot of warm-ups that's getting to it. Well, in a deload, you don't have to go up that much. So, there's less sets to have to video. So, you don't have to worry about having 20 videos. You know what I'm saying? 10, 20 videos. Now, you shouldn't be taking that long to warm up. But, you know, instead of, you know, 8, you might have 4 or 5. Because if you're warming up to two, 300 pounds, it's like, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you make a little bigger jump. Yeah. And you're not creeping <laughs> up to that lower percentage. But, I, you know, I sat back and I, I recorded my air squats to the bar, just squatting the bar, squatting one plate, two plates, one plate, you know. The heaviest I went this week was like 4.15, and it was for five singles, and I made sure that I had no knee sleeves on or anything, and it felt good. I did find out over this weekend working with Trevor at the seminar that I was actually over tucking my pelvis, like my glutes underneath me, and that was something that was new for me because I've always talked about squeeze, squeeze, bring them under you. And I was doing that too much, which was causing me to have that forward lean. So I had to fix my head position, which bring my head up, and then actually sit back a little bit more than what I what you would typically think for a raw lifter. But I still have plenty of forward knee uh travel because I'm a quad dominant squatter. And but what that does is it allows me to keep a extremely upright torso. Well, more so than what I normally would have. And my T-spine, I've got to work on the mobility on my T-spine. Because my thoracic spine is not as mobile as it should be. Because over the years, I've built up, you know, built up muscle in that thoracic spine area, compensating for the fact that I'm like internally rotated. Like my shoulders are pulled forward, I'm kind of pulled down. And that's something I'm gonna have to work on. And I'm getting better at it, but it's little bitty things. And I'm to the point now, like my form is getting if like the critiques are nitpicking it's like yeah that's pretty good if we're nitpicking to make a correction
0: yeah yeah it's really good but i
1: enjoyed the fact that we or oh, i enjoyed the fact that i could I was able to set back step back focus on my form look at that kind of stuff and again i know people it's boring D-loads are extremely boring but let's take the time and focus on them because i know that i will grow better from learning from a D-load than i ever will from a max effort single like oh yeah i hit more than what I ever had before, but what did you learn from it?
0: Yeah. Well, you're not going to learn anything from it. Cause you're what I call in the moment, in the moment. We're, yeah.
1: Yeah. We're, we're padding our ego.
0: Exactly. But you know, I'll take that and, I, and I'll, I'll push into, a. I I guess our next caveat here is, um, uh, when you're at 70%, you should not be at your, your RPE of nine. No. Um, and then struggling, um, I, I have been uh, taking a step back from, you know, helping coach, train, yeah. whatever you want to call it, and just kind of Observed. reevaluating that whole realm of things. And I'm not going to say that I can't do it. I'm going to say that. May I have to set back and draw a new plan. Yes. And to realize that um, I'm training grown people, and those grown people have to realize that they are grown. Can't babysit them. Can't babysit them. That's right. Um, you know, and that's fine. I can spend you know four weeks uh, with somebody, and I think that at lower percentages, they're to be able to handle their programming on their own. Hundred um, percent. But that comes down to discipline. Oh yeah. You know, if you're not going to record your sets, or ask me why while I rec- why I'm recording my sets, it's mm-hmm. not just for Instagram. We don't record for Instagram. You know, we record for mm-hmm. technique critique. Exactly. I watch my videos. A lot. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot. And a lot of people say, man, whatever. I'm going to tell you this. Not only do I watch my lifting videos a lot, guys, I watch my video gameplay videos a lot. And you assess what you do wrong and you adjust. Yes. It's not, I mean, I'm telling you, it's for me. Mm -hmm. Now, do I share it? Yes, I do share it. And so. Obviously, you're going to share it. It's part of it. Yeah. But the thing is, is to learn from it. Mm -hmm. If you're not going to do that, and then you get upset with me because you're failing at 70%. Well, that's not your fault, though. Exactly. And you got to understand this. And I, I, And here's something I've learned. Um,
1: you can't babysit. You can't coddle. You can't pacify. You can't force feed. Oh, yeah, I agree. So here, and I've had to do this, too, is when I feel like a client is not being self-aware or having self-motivation or the desire to like think what's next. They should know what's next. Like for six weeks, you know that we're going to do this movement this way. And then after that, we're going to do these selection of accessories, give or take, if we change something out. Like, cause I'm not a fan of changing out accessories if they're working for you. If you're doing a quad, like a TKE squat and your quads are blown up every single time, And your quads are growing, and your squats getting better. I'm not gonna take them out.
0: No, keep going. Yeah,
1: because just because the waves over doesn't mean that accessories got to change. Now, if there's some wear and tear, if it's a high, you know, impact movement, we're gonna cycle those in and out. But if you're not having any wear and tear, and it's building the muscles that's gonna help your main movement, I'm not taking them out. Sorry, it's boring. But if it's working, it's working. Don't change it if it ain't broke. But when you work with a person for a while, you start to notice, well, I know I have, and I'm believing that you're starting to notice this too. They get comfortable being lazy, allowing you to tell them every every move to make. Yes. And what I've done is I've stepped back. I don't text them. I don't message them. I don't see how they're doing nothing because that's not my job as a coach. Now, if they send me feedback they send me a video and I see something. Then it's my responsibility as the coach to go, hey, how you feeling? I noticed this. What happened here? What can we do to fix this or adjust it? You know, we talk about it. But, for instance, in this situation, you're training the same gym. It's not your responsibility to be there every single time they are. You're not a personal trainer. You just no. program for them.
0: Yeah, and, and really it was. it's just a favor. I don't get paid for that. You know what I'm saying? There's no pay for this. I know a lot and of that. I am not a personal trainer. Um, yeah. I have a little bit of education that I've gotten from you um, and from my own journey, but I am not a certified personal trainer, yeah. nor have I ever claimed to be. Um, I can make suggestions and say, hey, this has proven to work for certified personal trainers are overrated. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um but it but it is that but it comes down to discipline if we discipline ourselves and say hey this is what we're going to do i've yep. made my mind up yep. this is what i'm going to do regardless of yep right then we start seeing changes happen mm-hmm. if we're not going to do that and that's in every everything you do in life if we're not going to do that then don't do it that's right we'll see really I like
1: you can't do it for them. Yeah, no. You can't. It is their responsibility to do the work. Your job is to help them, guide them, not do it for them. If they have questions, they're supposed to ask Ask it in an entirely manner. Don't ask questions about your program or your workout hour before or during your workout. Don't yeah. do it. Or don't start your workout and let your coach, if y'all work in the same gym, walk into the gym and... Then you ask him questions about your workout. Why wouldn't you have asked him way before? Yeah, like what is this movement? Yeah, hundred percent. And know, like <laughs> if you're if if you're an athlete, a lifter, whatever you want to call yourself, and you're at seventy percent and you're not able to complete your movements properly, you need to adjust. Like you need to stop. Like, okay, what am I doing wrong? Why am I good morninging? Doing a good morning in this squat. Why am I doing this? Well, you have to realize if you're getting fatigued, stop, reevaluate. Why are you getting fatigued? Yeah, that's a seventy percent load, but that's something you can push out for six to eight reps. Yeah,
0: something's going on. Yeah, and you're then, doing something wrong. You know, take your correction, mm-hmm. and <laughs> this is how I feel. I don't care if you think it's your last set. If we need to fix something, we have another set.
1: Yep. Yeah. And even if that means breaking the weight down.
0: Yes, oh yes, most definitely. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying we gotta stay same weight. I'm yeah. saying, hey, let's yep. we can drop yep. and let's fix this.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: We don't get upset because we have another set. They don't want to do the work.
1: Yeah. I don't like lazy. No. I hate lazy. Now I I say that, of course, you know, we're humans and we're I'm, you know, a a creature of habit myself. I get lazy at times. Like COVID effed up my schedule. And you know how oriented I am, how schedule oriented I am. Like I eat the same meals the exact same time every single day, no matter what, cold, hot, rainy, snowy in the microwave, not in the microwave. I eat the exact same meals, the exact same time of day, every single day. And I'm not like that. (laughs) (laughs) But that's me. And you know, that's, you know, that's my commitment to what, what, what I want to do. And, my training, I don't sacrifice my training for anybody Yep. because that's my time. Now, I've done some rearranging and adjusting to my training schedule so I can better provide services to the clients that I have and to the gym members. I scheduled my training days to where it's less busy. That way, it's more of just me doing what I'm doing. And then on the days where the other gym members who do power lift. I can focus on them when they are doing their movements and I'm not. Because as you know, if I'm trying to, you know, focus on a max effort, you know, three up max to a box and say the squat bar.
0: Yeah. You don't need to be worried about nobody
1: else. That's right. You're going to get yourself hurt. You're going to get somebody else hurt. You're not going to hit the RPE you want or whatever the desire it is. You're going to mess something up. You you shouldn't (laughs) spread yourself apart like that. Limit outside distractions when it comes to your training and do the same thing for your clients. Like, you know, like you, you come in there and you're talking about like, okay, you're doing something wrong. Let's do it again. Let's fix it. When we can do that as coaches, we tend to almost give too many cues. Yeah. Yeah. We get a little, you know, overzealous. Like, do this, do this, do this, do this. I've heard, like, 16 new more cues. Let's see if they yeah, work. let's see if they all work. Yeah, well, let's give them one, yeah. you know. And then, you know, sometimes, and what I've learned a little bit over the time, like, especially with, like, training and making comments with the wife, and you have too, like, you can walk in and go, what are you doing? Like, in that voice, what are you doing? Like, I said, doing something weird? And you, it would be like you told them, F you, I cheated on you or whatever. Because they're like, "What? I'm going to kill you."
0: <laughs> well, but right, but we all do that at times yes. too, because we don't know how our days are going yet. Right? Yes, that's right. And that's you know, that's another thing too is, you know, I don't know how your day's been. You don't know how my day's yeah. been. So, so
1: take it at face value.
0: Yep. And my, and and what I was saying was, you know, if I if we can just meet on the on the common ground and say, hey, you're only going to get out what you're going to put in. That's right. And my thing is, is I don't want to waste my time. And I feel like you're wasting your time if you're wasting my time. That's hundred percent. Like,
1: and this is going to sound bad. I don't care if you waste your time,
0: but I'd be danged if you waste my time. Well, that's right. Especially if it's for free. Yeah. But if you're wasting your time then you are wasting my time. <laughs> that's
1: right. That's right.
0: So it's like sometimes
1: being nice is not good. If thats I mean, I don't have a better term, but sometimes being nice is not enough in a lot of aspects of what someone may need or they think they need. Like, I mean, I heard a comment, not really a comment, I heard something like somebody was, you know, loading something up for somebody and they were struggling and they just sat back and watched. Like, what the heck? That person's doing something for you and you can see they're having a hard time with it. Why wouldn't you give a hand?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh I don't know. That crawled all over me. I don't get it. Like mm-hmm. I'm, and to an extent, do you?
1: Maybe they don't know. Like they don't see it. You get know what I'm saying? Yeah. I guess
0: i I want just blindness. No, maybe since since, uh, situation awareness. Yes, situational <laughs> awareness. Oh man. That is That has got to be one of my, my biggest pet peeves. And we all suffer from mm-hmm. not having it from time to time. But yes. you can't not, not have it yeah. all the time. Yeah.
1: I, and i tell you what I struggle with. Um, it's my, I don't want to say boldness because I don't feel like I'm bold, but my bluntness, like I'm very blunt. Brother, if
0: you were a letter, you would be
1: bold. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel? Uh, do you really want to know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's why
1: uh, Ashley she goes yeah he's like a tornado and I'm the the straight sleeper that comes through after that <laughs> and it's like don't ask him what he thinks or what he might know because he's going to tell you exactly how it is that's right but you ought to be able to take that if you're going to ask that question you got to be able to take it yeah and I tell them t- people usually if they ask me it's like are you sure and if they say yes I'm go, okay
0: and I tell them that's yeah. right but that's just like this right here you and me um uh, this we've always been like this. Yeah, we have to from, be from the get go. And it's, hey man, what do you think about this? I'm gonna tell you what I think. Yeah. And we either say, Well, we're on the same page, or we say, Oh, we're not on the same page. Let's talk yeah, it out. Yeah. Let's figure it out. And then we may not still agree at the end of it, but we we've know got some where, common
1: ground. We know where we're standing. I, I don't think there's ever been a time that there's something we disagreed with and then talked about <laughs> it and found some understanding at both sides. Yep. And I think okay. that's what a lot of people miss. And the concept of your best friends have to agree with you on everything is the most ignorant and selfish mindset
0: I've ever heard. Well, I agree. Um, You know, well, everybody out there wants you to think if you don't agree, you hate each other. You can see that in the news every day. Yeah, hundred. Yeah, and I I don't agree with that. No, Um, we can disagree. We can believe in different things. Right. You want to know what? We don't. We don't have to be the same religion. Yeah. We can believe in a multiple different. We can lead completely different lifestyles. You know what? I'm still going to love you for That's who right. you are. That's right. Uh, we may not hang out. Yeah. But I still love you. That's right. Um, I that, think the
1: world's lost sight of that. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. And I, I tell you what, though. That is something I'm glad. And I don't know how or why. But we have actually got that exact environment in the gym
0: oh yes most
1: definitely because we got a lot of different walks of life and we all get in there and very rarely do politics get brought up or religion or anything and not everybody agrees but you know what we do we have that conversation and they say their thoughts we say our thoughts we go okay and next set
0: yep it's next set if anybody says who said is it you know what it's yours yeah and then (laughs) last (laughs) set best set there we go last set (laughs) best set one of these
1: days, when we're going to yell, last set, Seth is going to scream, best set. One day. One day. One day. Just like getting on the flex. Yeah. It's not going to happen. But he pulled nicely today. Yes, he did. Was that 325?
0: 325, yeah. 3 by 3? Three? 3 by 3. Smoked it. Smoke yeah. show. At like 120. Yeah. He's, a, me. He, he's, he's doing good. Little stack
1: filler. He's doing pretty good. <clears throat> and then Keegan did well today. Um <laughs> He was quarantined for a long time. Like, he tested positive for COVID. I think that's where I got it. Then, like a week later or something like that, his mom and dad tested for it. And it's like they had this extended period. Like, nearly a month, he wasn't able to train or do nothing. So, for a couple weeks, we worked on some circuit training and things like that. In the last two training sessions, we've been kind of getting back into the strength stuff. He really wants to get strong as he can for baseball. Like, he is a big boy but he doesn't have the coordination. And I've noticed over the last, you know, few months working with him, no, it's been six months or so almost, as he gets stronger, he gets extremely more coordinated. Like his coordination is so much more improved. Yeah, I would think that would go hand in hand too. Yeah, and and like I never thought much about it, but I went to watch, you know, some of his – one of his basketball games and the improvement that I saw in his footwork – and his hand-eye coordination and his ability to shoot and rebound and even break through, you know, blocks and stuff like that was extremely improved from all the videos that I've seen and from what I've heard from his mom and dad and things like that. It's He's a stud athlete as a kid. You know, he's 13 years old. He's 180 pounds. You know, he's my height, you know, 5'8", 9". Of course, I'm 5'11", but golly, he's 13".
0: Yeah, I think at thirteen I was uh, three foot eight. Yeah, I maybe was... sixty pounds.
1: <laughs> I mean, I might have been a hundred and fifty or sixty at thirteen, maybe, but I wasn't his size.
0: No, I was I was a very small child, very yeah. very small.
1: I started blowing up around that age. Like I was very very skinny and malnourished until Butch and Carolyn adopted me, and then I just blew up. Yeah, I was a junior in high school before I had growth spurts. So. <laughs> But no, like going back to the gym, like the environment that is, you know, just the no nonsense that we have for any type of, um, I don't want to say prejudice, but like any type of.
0: Well, we're not going to put up with um, any bad things uh, towards anybody. Yeah, like any Um, bad. I would say any jerk syndrome. Yeah, jerks. Uh, Yeah, I like that. I like um, that towards anybody. Um, and it's the same way that. We conduct ourselves on the platform same yeah. way we conduct ourselves. Training—if um, you try to bring that into that environment, it's not going to be met with uh, any welcomeness no whatsoever. No open hands at all, because um, yeah. no, there'll be a lot of closed hands. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we definitely don't
1: put up with it. And it's something that I don't think any of our members would even put up with either.
0: No. And we've
1: got quite a bit of new members, and they seems like they've cl- like just stepped right in and just marching the same beat as we are. Like, hey, we're all here to do the same thing. We might not be doing the exact same type of training, but we're doing the same thing. That's right. we're all here to help each other. Yeah. We're helping each other. We're getting better. And you know, that kind of stuff. Now, most of the things that we do for the gym members is free. And I tell them that too. And then like that member that you had to meet for me when I was in quarantine, yep. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes, sir. And that lady looked at you when she asked, well, what about programming? Well, most of it, you know, if you want it periodically, it's,
0: it's free. And she goes, what? I yeah. mean, she... She looked at you like he was crazy. Yeah, she wanted to pay me, and I was like, I, I'm not yeah. taking your money. That's now, what we do. if they do. want
1: regular programming and, like, some, you know, hands-on training and things like that, yes, I have to charge for that because it is my time. Like, if they want some randomized programming every so often, I'm also thinking about doing, like, a weekly training thing for the gym members that aren't, like, powerlifters or regimented. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing something like that, like have waves. Like, this, this month we'll train – these movements this way and then the next month we'll change it up and it'd be like this you know and kind of do like a four or five day split because most people train more than i do because i train four days a week some of them are doing five or six days a week so it's like i will find something a happy medium in there i'll probably do more like five days i think people need to take some days off and do some stuff you know active recovery at home or something or just some cardio or something like that you don't need to be banging the weights all the time no but no like the environment there has been great. Um, I like how we have different walks of life and I love the fact that we don't all have the exact same mindset. Yeah. Like the mind, like when it comes to lifting weights, we have the mindset, but we don't have the same way of thinking. We're all different.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, We are all different. That's why you know, talking to the younger ones today. Um, my mentality is not the same as, as your mentality, That's right. but if I can share my mentality with somebody and they can say, okay, I see that. Yeah. Um, my thing is is I'm going to push myself as hard as I can mm-hmm. every time I come near. So to me, it's a um, not necessarily I'm going to kill myself trying to do it, but it's yeah. a I'm going to push myself to that yeah. point. And I try to do that every day I go to the gym. Now, I'm not going to say I'm 100% every day I go in the gym. Some days I'm Nobody 10%, is. but I'm going to give 100% of that 10%. That's right. Um, it's and, our intent. Yeah. It's always the intent.
1: I don't care if you're sick and feel like crap. If you got to work out and you know you need to do it, then you can work out with a headache. Oh yeah. Just understand, give the best you can with what you what's going on. And girls, I know they got kind of their their cycles and things to worry about, but mm, sometimes I think it's used as an excuse, just like boys. I mean, they got excuses too. So sometimes I do think that we give the women or girls, women aren't so so much about it as the girls. Like the younger ones, they kind of use it as an excuse to like, hey, I can't do it today. I
0: started like, eh, you can. But you know, I'm all good because I'm a dude coach. You get a pass. (laughs) (laughs) Now I tell them
1: like, let's, you know, let's scale some things. But it doesn't mean you get a pass on the whole day of training. Well, I mean, no, we can all definitely do
0: something at some point.
1: The reason Uh, why I say that is because you starting is not going to keep you from going on a date with your boyfriend. Well, that's true. So don't tell me that you can't come (laughs) work out. No, I don't want to hear that. You see, that's the way I am. So it's like, don't tell me that and then go do that. No. Well, so you don't waste my time. If you want to train, you come train. And then you work with that date later. I'm sorry. You don't waste my time. If yep. I'm your coach, that's what you want to do. <laughs> we got to train. Discipline. Discipline. And that's what it is. And speaking about, like, our, you know, intent and discipline and things like that, I was able to step out and be a student Again, to some guys this this weekend, and man, it was phenomenal. I got to meet Tony Montgomery and Trevor Jaffe. Oh man, dude, some class acts. They're great. Tony is like Steve, our our buddy Steve. They both was in the in the, in the uh, military. Both of them have that dry sense of humor, and they like to pick but you can't tell hardly <laughs> the straight face picking yeah. and things like that. <clears throat> Trevor is extremely, I want, I want to say exuberant, if That's the right word. If I'm using it <laughs> right or pronouncing it right.
0: Yeah, it would be like a very uh, colorful and loud. Yeah. He's very colorful, yeah. but
1: he's also an introvert. That's a weird mix. Yeah. He's um, he says, this is what he, cause like we, I spent a, we spent a lot of time with Trevor. We ended up standing in the same hotel as he did. So Friday night when we got there, we all went ate barbecue with Tony, Trevor, Greg McCoy, Ashley, and myself, and a couple other guys from the Hidden Gym. And we sat there and we talked for like two hours. Then Saturday morning when we woke up, Ashley and I went to the hotel breakfast. There was sitting Trevor. And we sat down and He was like, come sit down with me. We sat down and we talked for another 30 minutes there. Then we go to the seminar and it's like, of course, they know my coach. Uh, Robin was there and we both were trained by Christian and they both know Christian. So you can guarantee, you know, who got picked on. <laughs> and then when we were doing our mechanical breakdowns and doing the hands-on some hands-on training on the squat bench and deadlift, uh, Trevor would video like my squat he and uh, my deadlift and he sent it to Christian. He goes, Hey, yeah, I'm gonna send these to him. <laughs> <laughs> Robin got a, a lovely, lovely picture of Trevor holding my arms and having me do something weird. And my lats and like rear delts were like cramping so hard because it was something I'm not used to because I I tend to be shrugged up and I would squeeze down and squeeze my lats. But I wasn't bringing my shoulders and like, I I don't know what you'd call it, retracting properly. I was kind of just bringing them back and shrugging up. Yep. And I, I needed to bring that all down. And that was such a foreign concept to me that my lats just started cramping really hard and my face looks so horrible. But Trevor in this picture looked like he's going like some, almost looks satisfying (laughs) because his eyes are like closed (laughs) and I'm in pain. It looks so horrible. (laughs) But anyway, it, it was a really great experience because Trevor you know, he broke down, you know, the programming and mechanics and mechanical things like that. And and then uh, Tony talked more about, you know, nutrition and PEDs and things like that and the science behind things. And how I was explaining to Robin and my, my wife when we're sitting there talking about it, it's like Trevor is like the golden student of all students that knows everything the professor knows but speaks it in a different way to an extent. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then Tony's like the the mad scientist who speaks and everybody's jaws on the floor because his intellect is so above everybody else's. Like it honestly looks like he has to slow his mind down to talk to anybody else. It seems that way. And I don't know if it is like that for him, but it seems that way. And I might be giving him way too much credit, but he's like he's super smart super super smart dude is jacked and huge too like he is huge (laughs) (laughs) but anyway uh back to the thing and then last night we actually had dinner a very long dinner with trevor and we talked from finances to family to training to everything like trevor's super dope like he's super dope and down to earth and tony is awesome too we didn't get to spend as much time with tony um, I'm actually in contact, uh, communication with Trevor and about at getting some opportunity to fly down there and train with him for a few days. Cause to have an opportunity to train with him for a few days, like in a row, like hands on with him would be great. And I'm also wanting to do that with Christian, my coach, but like having the extra hands and things like that, like, it's great. Cause some of these guys are very knowledgeable like the best some of the best in the business and in my opinion top five in the in the business period in the world and then also Tony even mentioned like yeah come on you anytime you want to because we're not going to train powerlifting I was like well I'm gonna come to you in the off season so it don't matter (laughs) I want to learn what I can learn because I want to soak up as much as I can because when I'm in, in our gym I'm not the student and I spend you know so many days as not being the student it was extreme relief to actually be the student yeah. this whole weekend. It was great. Um, I'm going to see here what time it is. I'm going to ask my wife what time dinner's going to be ready. You got anything? While well, there? I will
0: tell you this. Um, so uh, the drink business uh, was able yeah. to uh, lock down two more local locations, uh, one business and another donut shop. So... Um, that's kind of growing, kind of going pretty good. And uh, we've hit uh, 76 followers on Twitch. Dang. 24 subscribers. Um, you know, it's just kind of exciting, and it's it's really cool. You know, all the love and support that is out there. Um, and I will tell you this. If you want to do something, do it. Don't not do it or be scared to do it. You know, do your research, and then go for it. Um, I never thought in my wildest dreams... Now, it is a dream of mine, but never thought of my wildest dreams that I would ever get paid or make money to play a video game. Yeah, it is awesome to do that. And so, and I'm by no means rich. but no. uh, I mean, it's just kind of cool to be able to do that. And um, But that, you know, it all plays into it, everything we learn in life. Um, like we said earlier, discipline. Learning is a big thing. Zach talked about being a student. Um, watching other people do it, paying attention, picking up on the small things. A lot of people miss out on the small things because yeah. they're always looking at the big thing, right? The small well, things will get you there. You know, he lifted 700 pounds. Okay. What did you notice while he was lifting that 700 pounds? You know, how did he set up? What were his small movements? Because I've watched a lot of videos of my brother here deadlifting back when we both deadlifted conventional. Mm-hmm. And I would try so hard to mimic his conventional deadlift. And when it finally clicked, the numbers started jumping.
1: Oh, yeah. And learn the
0: mechanics. But that's what it is. Watching that feed over and over and over and over and over again. But, uh, yeah, super pumped about all the new stuff going on. Yeah, that's great. You know? um, but that's, I mean, really what, what this week's been, yeah. you know.
1: Um, well, they just said that dinner is
0: ready. Nice. So we can
1: close this up. Um, Man, uh, again, I'm glad you're back. Yes, sir. I'm glad you made back. it back. I know y'all enjoyed that trip to, it was Waco? Yep. That's that's awesome. I saw the pictures. I like the pictures of all the revolvers. That was pretty yeah. nice. Those yeah. cult,
0: was it Colts? Yeah, so that was the uh, Texas Rangers, uh-huh. the actual law enforcement, Texas Rangers Museum. Uh, awesome. Okay, sweet. Awesome place to go. Um well, anyway, y'all remember
1: the WRPF? We have our very first meet in Arkansas, March 6th. If you're going to compete, hurry up and sign up because deadline is February 19th. And we cannot and will not accept any entries afterwards unless it is specified and notified to me before the 19th. We will not be doing any same day weigh-ins and we will not be doing any same day entries. Sorry, it's just not available. It's not how we're set up. Um, we are excited about it. It, it. We hope to have a really good turnout. It's not going to be a massive meet, but it's going to, you know, I would like to see a good numbers turnout. It'd be pretty cool. Yep. Um, again, this weekend with Tony and Trevor was fantastic. Um, I can't thank them enough for them coming out. I'm glad that I was, you know, actually I talked to Greg about asking him to come out. So I felt pretty good to have, have that yep. contact. And cool, I was cool, cool. super honored and, and very, very pleased with the response and the, uh, I guess you would say, support from people about my article being published. Um, I actually, I was very emotional about that. Like, it was something that, it made me very, very emotional. Like, I wasn't crying, but like, it made me, I had more satisfaction out of that than I feel like I have anything else. Like, I was very satisfied with my elite total, and my performance, but it didn't feel the same. As that, and I understand it's one article, but it's for a company to me that means a lot, yeah, and it means a lot to the sport. And I understand that it, you know, Elite FTS to some stance may you know target towards more geared lifting and things like that, but it's an educational site as well. And to be published on a website as known as Elite FTS um, amongst those great minds that are also on the on that website. I just—it's an honor, and uh, in the future, I'd like to do more. And I'm actually working on the D load article, and that's pretty nice there. That anyway, because that that story is that I was talking about putting my words on paper and wanting to write an article on that, and then uh, a couple hours later, I checked my email, and they let me know that it was published. I was like, "Heck yeah!"
0: Yeah, it's amazing,
1: man, dude. I'm 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 stoked about it. But anyway, um, if you got any. Uh, questions regarding you know my uh, online coaching or information about the piloting meet the podcast if you got any suggestions I know Nicholas Brooks he said some he called me today and talked for a little bit about some topics we want to talk about we're going to talk about that when we have more time um, but if you would like to be a guest on the show and then we're now on iTunes and if you can please subscribe and give us a five-star rating if you like it if you don't you can give us whatever you want but if you like it please let us know it helps us out. Um, If you can, if you got any questions regarding anything about the, the meat and you got any question about my coaching, you can reach me at ZachFant18 at gmail.com. That is Z-A-C-H-F-A-N-T-1-8 at gmail.com. You can check me out on my Facebook. It's Zach Fant or the Chalk Zone Powerlifting Facebook page. Or you can see me on ZachFant18 on Instagram. Um, You can reach me on all those platforms. I'm usually pretty um, active and I can get to my phone pretty easy. But at eight o'clock at night, I'm not gonna see my phone. I'm not gonna have it. So if you try to contact me, it's gonna be the next day. Thank you guys. Um,
0: got anything on you? No, you know, uh, if y'all got anything for me? Uh, you can reach me at Instagram JBN Patch. Uh, we got a YouTube channel up JBN Patch on YouTube. Um, check us out on Twitch JBN Patch. It's Justin Myers on Facebook. Uh, any questions, any comments, or anything like that? Uh, we sure do appreciate all the support and all the love for sure. Guys, we appreciate it, and we might be thinking and discussing about having a
1: YouTube channel for the Shock Zone Powerlifting Podcast. If you would like to see that, please give us your feedback. Guys, you have a good evening. Thank you.